Hello and welcome back to a super fast episode of Drunken Book Club. I'm your mustacheless Christopher the Rupal joined with... Uh, my name is Sam. <laughs> your usual host. <laughs> You're so beautiful, it's Sam. It's Sam the Thank Brandon. You. No, you gave away my... It's, you Sam, got me. it's Sam the Echidna, guys. Come on. Sam the Echidna. Does Sam identify with an echidna? She does, actually. Okay, okay. Her OC, when she was a her Sonic OC was an echidna. Okay, I don't think I've ever made a Sonic OC. I I have never. I never made one, but I did do the thing where you Google your Sonic OC, and I definitely got a green hedgehog. So, oh man, no that's hilarious. Uh, who else is on this podcast? I am uh, the one who made their special OC, Noelia. Ooh. Uh, I'm just a beta cuck, Luis. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a Sonic character. Oh. No, no, it's from a it's Sonic. It's a Sonic reference. It's a Sonic reference. Whoever is a fan of Sonic is going to enjoy that line, hopefully. Apparently. As long as they uh, ironically enjoy. What is that game? It, it's it's uh, Sonic, Sonic 06. Sonic 06. Okay. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, I thought you were making reference to what's it called, that Sonic Dreams collection game. Uh, I love that game. Uh, did you know the guy who made that also made Donut County? And oh, he made a bunch of like really good games. Um, I know that it was made by Arcane Kids, which I was a huge fan of theirs. Yeah, and they made um like Zenith and they make a bunch of cool games. I, I know. I actually googled it this past um, week. He made a new game called Neon White. That yes. was also by the same guy. But Neon but, but yeah, it's a Neon sounds White. Pretty. It's, it's a like a, wait, how can white stuff? be neon? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> That's the joke. What were you saying, honey? I said, yeah, no, it's a Sonic 06 fa uh, fandom where a bunch of people just, like... Improv. Improv. I, and it's yeah. hilarious. They've done it with, like, a couple different Sonic yeah. things, right? Yeah, you showed me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. It's so awful. All right, and, and if you couldn't guess from our uh, our little intro, we read a book called Sonic the Hedgehog. It has nothing else about it. It's just called Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. The Hedgehog right no on the one cover. else can name their book that. Yeah, no one else. Uh, it was written by a person named, uh, let's, let's see here, Michael Tiedelbaum. <laughs> with interior <laughs> illustrations by Glenn Hansen. And it was also dedicated to three different people. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fine. No, that, that was one of the pages you read, right? Yes. Wow. <laughs> There's no dedication. The oh, yeah. Page. Chris, uh, actually, it was four people. We did not read this book. Oh, no. Liar. No. Liar. Liar. It was own. Chrissy, Lauren, Dana, and Cheryl. Cheryl. And a special thanks. To Roy Wandelmeyer, Arlene Scanlan, okay, that was Bob a Harris, special thanks though, and Susan Ray. Okay, there you go. Four names still. Four names. Congratulations yeah. to the special thanks who were not good enough for the dedication. Mm -hmm. Womp womp. So when Chris says that we all read something, he means that uh, some of us have read something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay. Who, who read the book? I, I did. did. All right. I did not. Well, I mean, for what it's worth, Brandon didn't have the book. Yeah, you didn't uh, we, have we the book. Kinda, I invited Brandon on because I was like, I wanted somebody who didn't read the book because this book's kind of crazy. Oh my god! And also, we were going to do another recording later on, so Honestly, we needed that experience. Yeah, it'll make, it'll make it fun. Yeah. yeah I, I kind of want more people to be like, who come in and who have not read the book because yeah. it... I, especially weird books like this one. Obviously, I suck at reading books. I read three pages... <laughs> I, read, I knew this fact, but it still made me laugh. I read three pages, was dumbfounded by the first page of all <laughs> And I was like, what the hell is this book? And then, ooh, shiny, something caught my eye and my attention. Was it the new Zelda? No, it was, actually, no, it was another. Oh, it was that it was, a, it was a rhythm game that I found for, like, Wait, did bucks. you say meat game? No, I said beat game. Okay, okay. I was like meat game, like Super yes. Meat Boy, because I love Super Meat it, Boy. Yeah, it was. It was like a fifty bu fifty dollar uh, rhythm game for like ten bucks. And nice. I was like, I gotta grab it. I what game was it? If you don't mind me asking, it's called Project Respect or something like that. Respect, Max Respect. Respect. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing that too. Nice. I I don't. I'm not really good at beat games, so. Yeah, I suck at them. What? I they, have good tempo, but like DDR, I either press too early or too late. It's funny because we're both musicians. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I because I play the bass and I sing. You you play piano, right? And uh, anything else? And she sings. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit of singing. She she does. 
There was... I can't remember the words. God damn it. So what's it called? The, that one song in Shrek? That, that oh, one? Oh, that uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I love that song. It is in the wrong key for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sadly. All right. So, guys, uh, specifically the two people who, who have not read the book... What were your first impressions of this book? What did you think this book would be about? Okay, for the three pages I read, I didn't think it was going to be an origin story at first. Because <laughs> well, you just ruined it for like, Brandon. It wow, like, even with no subtitle, it's just called Sonic the Hedgehog. Exactly. I got, I got spoilers on the first page from Weiss, so I don't. I know a little bit. Brandon, what did you I think this book was about? I thought it was just going to be. Um, Another origin story? Because does Sonic have like multiple origin he, stories? He, I uh, Sam's the one to ask this. I, oh I'm no, gonna, I'm, I'm inclined yeah. to agree with I mean, Noelia on this one. Yeah, because like, well, we have the it's, uncle here, but yeah. we have like the movie version Sonic. Yeah, because you have the movie, the, the game ones, which are way different from this one. This is uh, here's my first impressions personally. Actually, Noelia, did you want to say your first impressions? What you thought this book was going to be about before you read it? Um, can I just describe something on the cover? Ooh, the cover's right after this, actually, so oh, we can do okay. that right go afterwards, ahead, actually. Go ahead. Um, um, uh, first but, impressions. Not much, actually. I was it, just so stuck on the cover. What was your thought? <laughs> okay, okay, so my first impressions is, my guess without reading the back or any blurbs is this is a book about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, Pretty really. Much. Dot, yeah, dot, dot. Right <laughs> okay, if I can make an educated guess, I think this might be about the world from Sonic Sat AM and comics. Beyond that, I have no fucking clue. See, that's what I'm saying. I feel like Sonic is one of those franchises where the origin story is always like, eh, we'll figure it out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I thought it was based off the... the f- the cartoon. It is. It's definitely based off of the comic slash the second cartoon information. Uh, okay. Mm. So let me go off of what this cover is, and I will let Noelia have her comments. Um, we get a generic ass cover for this one. We have Sonic running past the reader, giving them the fuck me eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that yeah, not the fuck me eyes? He's giving you the uh, you're too slow vibe. Come yeah, on. exactly. You're too slow to fuck me. <laughs> Do- Dr. Robotnik from Sonic Sad AM is in the bottom corner, raising a fist in solidarity with Sonic, but with a grimace that says, I'm going to molest that hedgehog. Uh, Whoa. Chris, no, were you drunk when you wrote this? I was not drunk when I wrote that. <laughs> Dang it. I don't, I don't drink and take notes, except for today I actually did. Also, there's an explosion of rings and chaos emeralds, but there are no emeralds of power in this book. Yeah, Ooh. no, no. No, there are not. She is 100% correct on this one. Whoa! It's so weird. Like, what? Well, maybe they just randomly commissioned someone and said, hey, here's the title of the book. Give us art. Yeah. And they all were right. like, Chaos I think so. World Rings. Got it. Yeah, and, and they're all the same color, by the way. They're all green. Yeah, they're all green. That bothered me. Yeah. But I don't that's know. Maybe are all the Chaos Emeralds different colors? They are different colors. It's like the color of the rainbow. It's Happy like Pride a... Month! Also, we read this book in celebration of Sonic the Hedgehog's birthday, by the way. Oh! Uh, which is June 23rd when this episode is being released. I was gonna say, wait, what movie tie-in is there? There it's is no... Birthday. No, it's his birthday, actually. Okay. So, yeah. You can't call me a jerk for forgetting his birthday, because technically it's in the future. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the thing that bothers me about yes. the cover is it's kind of just the shape of his head. It's just a circle! Honestly, it is a circle. Okay, let me see. It let me see. Go right ahead. Go ahead. Hold on if it. you if you if that. you remove the body, it's just a popsicle. Yeah, it is the. It's popsicle. just a big head popsicle. Oh, it does look exactly <laughs> like a popsicle. <laughs> exactly. Actually. I'm just gonna say it, guys. On no, go ahead and hold on to the book. Um, were you guys? Have you guys ever had the Sonic popsicle before? Yeah, yeah. No, it's course. pretty darn delicious. It is it's good. good. But I'm still a, I am still a number one fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Thank one. you. I was about to say it. That one's the better of the of it any is. of them. I never had good. that one. I had that one. I had the Sonic one and the Spider Man. Spider Man's a good one. Ooh. Yeah, but always their like eyes are kind of melted yeah. off, so they're a little askew. You know, the absolute worst one I had, and I remember the day I this was like the last time I ever had one of these was the SpongeBob SquarePants one. Because I was at my tata's house, and he was all like, you Nihal, here's a dollar. And I went over, and I was like, SpongeBob! 
Bob. Please tell me it wasn't bubblegum fl- or banana flavored. Oh, it, I believe it was banana flavored. No. That's why it was so bad. And I remember like licking it and being like, oh, just like suffering. And then like it was melting him. I thought that was like, here's a bowl. <laughs> so it didn't melt all over the place. And I just like had to leave it in the bowl because I was just like so grossed out. What was the yeah. Sonic flavor? Blue. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It does, Obviously. I think it does blue raspberry, blue. maybe? Did they, like, put jelly beans for eyes or something? Uh, gumballs. Yeah, gumballs. it's always gumballs, because yep. you got to eat that last. Otherwise, yeah. you're kind of screwed. Another good one was the Powerpuff Girls Bubbles one. Why would they do oh, that? Oh, yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gum yeah. is, like, terrible when it's cold. Oh, it's, it's, all, ter- like, it's awful. It's like, as soon as you bite down, it crunches, and you, like, have just shards of, like, broken glass in your mouth. Little- Little tiny crumbles. So bad, I kind of like that though. Yeah, I like. I kind of. Yes. It's like, and it was like one of blandest bubble gum, but it's still nostalgic in a way. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get you. Nostalgic, like childhood trauma, nostalgic, because that sounds awful. No, kind of like. It's more disappointing. It's more disappointing. <laughs> Yeah, but it's also just nostalgia in general. So let's get into this book, guys. Uh, as always, if you have any interruptions you have, be go right ahead and interrupt me with your jokes, comments, and everything in between. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to it, I want to explain this drink that I'm drinking. <gasps> oh, yeah. I forgot. We didn't even go through our drinks that we had today. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, what did you have? Uh, so Chris made me something called the Sonic Heroes. Yes. Which is <laughs> comprised of cherry vodka... Something Southern Comfort. yellow, Southern Comfort for uh, tails. tails, and then uh, what was a drink that I made called the Blue Blur, which is a non-alcoholic drink that I wanted to share with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Which is lemonade, tropical punch, uh, Kool Aid, and a little bit of blue dye, which oh, turned it purple. I, we, yeah, yeah. So the whole thing is it's supposed feel, to be. Uh, red, and there's also what's it called? There's also what's it called? Lemons in there to help with the flavor. I feel bad. I didn't get one. Did you did you want to get? It's a non-alcoholic. I, we can get one before we start. Ooh, yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, here, let me get you. I was just gonna describe my mug full of water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say what I didn't drink was a cherry Pepsi. Aww. Oh, <laughs> oh, whatever. People at work steal stuff. People sometimes. at work steal your stuff. Uh, take that, kids. Don't put your stuff in the office fridge. It'll be stolen. Put your hard work money into a two dollar bottle of soda. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And it goes like that. Alright, mister. Alright. Well, good thing that Chris is gone. Oh, God. The good thing Chris has brought me this new blue bird drink brought to you by Rupal. Yep. Can I take a seat? You know, in this light, it is. Oh, wow, that is good. Hey, watch it. It I was about to say, it's it's really bomb. Like, I was very proud of myself. Mm. Yeah, you know what? The the color is more like the werewolf Sonic. It it definitely (laughs) looks like the were hedgehog. So I might. I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, I was actually gonna call it the werehog, but unleashed I like better. But yeah, delicious. So yeah, we'll call it the unleashed instead. It's very. Flavorful. And then what have you had today, Grace? Uh, I also made a concoction called the Sonic Heroes that I made for Brandon, but I also made an alternative version right afterwards when I ran out of cherry vodka. <laughs> I had a big ass thing of it, and I thought I had more than enough, but I did not. So I used Southern Cover and. Apple, uh, apple schnapps. Oh, nice. Which, uh, it's, it's, it's not the green one. It's a natural, like, more golden colored one, but it has a red apple on it. So that's, that's Knuckles. It's red apple. Ah, <laughs> oh, I see what you did. Yeah. So, and then I'm drinking that one currently, and it's really good. All right. So, the All righty. So, to start us off is a prologue. Let's just go ahead and read the two page prologue. Who wants to read it? I'll read it. <laughs> you read the two pages you read? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be easier All right, for the prologue, two pages, right? Yep, yep, just those two pages right before the chapter. There I go. Welcome to the planet Mobius. Oh, yeah, this is exactly the one I read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Mobius is a dark and dreary place. It is ruled by the evil Dr. Robotnik. Robotnik's factories pour dirty smoke into the air. Schools and libraries are always closed. Music and dancing are against the law. Uh, so is playing games. Music and dancing is against... What is this, Footloose? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Okay, um, evil robots patrol the planet. They make sure no one ever has any fun. Robotnik's law says, if you have fun, you go to jail. Isn't uh, that the truth? All in all, all in all, Mobius is a rotten place to live. Yeah, okay, it's a rough thing. All right. But it's <laughs> I don't know that's that it, funny. that's the story, guys. <laughs> I always want to be like, let's well, cut it right there. But it wasn't always that way. Once Mobius was a wonderful place, ruled by a good king, the air was clean. So were the parks and streets. Children played baseball and ate ice cream. 
People read books and went to the movies. Everyone had fun. But that was all before Dr. Robotnik took over the planet. How could such a terrible thing happen to such a wonderful place? Come back with us now t uh, to the time when all as well, excuse me, all was well on the planet Mobius. But hurry, you got to move pretty fast to keep up with this speedy blue hedgehog <laughs> named Sonic. So is the planet like a Mobius strip? Is that no? I think it's just called Mobius. It's just yeah, a normal. It's yeah, it's very boring. Yeah. yeah, except for the time where it fell apart in cubes or like. Yeah, it's... It... Is it Mobius you know like games too? That's a weird one. You know, okay, I, you know what was happening with this book? I was reading it, but I was reading it to my, to my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you told me about this. Uh, you are reading it over chat. Yeah, I was oh. reading it over chat because we were just sitting there for a while. I started reading it. And they're like, what the hell are you reading? I'm like, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> they're like, I need you to read more smut. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to read more smut. <laughs> what? Alrighty, chapter one. Years ago, Sonic the Hedgehog, age seven in parentheses, I wrote, and Robotnik, age 15 in parentheses. What? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Spoiled. We're both orphans living with a man named Uncle Chuck. He likes to fuck. That's not true. I, just I didn't put that note. together. It's not good in an orphanage. No. Well, I mean, it's, it's only a two-person orphanage. Oh. They didn't get along even back then. Robotnik just liked to build robots that would do anything that he asked. I bet he made a blowjob robot. Wait. Uh. Oh. Uncle Chuck is not his uncle. No, no. Technically, I think maybe it is his actual uncle, but like he was adopted by him still. Oh, okay. I'm Uncle Chuck, not really. I was about to say two-person uh, orphanage. That's kind of weird. Yeah, no. I, I think they're just orphans living with Uncle Chuck. Yeah. How did Eggman get in the picture? So they're oh. like brothers. Yeah, yeah, kind of. This Clown. this does not sound canonical. No, not one bit. <laughs> all Sonic wanted to do was run all day. This is a poor coping method for ADD. One day, Sonic is running around and the at the speed of sound while Uncle Chuck is in his workshop. Chuck comments on how he needs to build Sonic some better shoes because he keeps burning them out. But before he can do that, Chuck, Chuck hands Sonic his newest invention. It's a power ring that will increase Sonic's speed and power and will only work for him. So fucking useful, oh isn't it, goodness. guys? That's so sad. That's kind of nice, though. Like, you can't have someone else steal it. Here, my favorite son. He yeah. A ring yeah, here you go, my favorite friend. kid. Yeah. He, hates, he hates the other child, the oldest child. <laughs> then a voice calls from behind Chuck's workshop. It's Robotnik, and he's asking for a turbo wrench. Chuck tells Sonic to go take one over there for him, and Sonic reluctantly agrees. Oh my god, yeah, no. Sonic oh gives Robotnik the wrench and ditches that spaz to go find kids to play with. <laughs> spaz! <laughs> it's a good word for it. Uh, we then follow Robotnik, who is working on his tenth robot. All the previous ones were failures. To finish this bot, he takes apart Uncle Chuck's old tractor to get the steering system from it. Remember that, kids. After installing the steering system, the robot springs to life, and Robotnik commands it to pick up the old robot heads and bring them here. The robot then takes its own head off and rolls it to Robotnik. <laughs> That was a good Killing point. itself instead of living a life of servitude to this lame dude. Damn. Wait, does it say that? No, th these are all my notes. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. oh. Uh, but it legit, like, takes its head It really off. does, yeah, and rolls it to him. Oh my god. And then dies promptly. Mm -hmm. Poor thing. Uncle Chuck realizes he promised to let the neighbors use his old tractor. He hops on and starts it, but realizes it's not steering right and he can't control it. <laughs> it veers towards Robotnik to a chapter break. E chapter 2. Before we get started, we get to see what Ro Robotnik looks like at age 15. <laughs> uh, can, can, can we show everybody uh, in the room what he looks like? It's it's kind of a creepy picture, honestly. Hey, we got. <laughs> he looks exactly the same. It's just not the mustache. <laughs> it looks weird on the tractor with uh, Eggman. Uh, sorry, Robotnik, kind of in the distance, about to be rammed by the tractor. He just looks like a really. He looks like um. Adam's family. Uh, Uncle Fester. Yeah. Yeah, he looks very. I wrong. will say the art in here is not bad though. Yeah, it's it's it's, 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 it's comic booky. It reminds me of um, uh, Captain Underpants. 
Yeah, I could, I could see it. I don't see it. I could see it. Uh, the line art style is very old-fashioned. And also, this is my comment. Is he looks? He is the exact same shape and size, but bald. Yeah. It's a horrifyingly hilarious sight. Also, his his head is pointy on top because he's egg-shaped, and it's just... Oh, it bothers me. <laughs> Robotnik gets pinned between the tractor and the tree and blames Uncle Chuck for this, even though his stupid ass was the reason he's in this predicament. <laughs> At the same time, Sonic is playing baseball against nine kids. He's one team while the kids are another. Sonic plays everyone on his team, which bears a striking resemblance to the movie, actually. Yep. Which makes me wonder if they actually took inspiration from this. Oh, what if? Oh, what if he was like reminiscing the times he would actually have people to play with? That well, no, so he, sad. But he, he grew up a lot. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a really little, little when he came to Earth. Yeah. Uh, bu- 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 bu. He then hears the call for help from Chuck and Robotnik and must end the game early, much to the other team's joy because they he was whooping their asses. When he gets there, he tries to move the tractor but can't do it, so he grabs his power ring and moves it with ease. Then he takes Uncle Chuck and Robotnik in each arm and takes them to a hospital just to make sure they're both okay. I'm starting to like get like uh, what's the what's that damn movie like the uh, Megamind. Mega vibes oh. where the two kids are just oh. like you know one in the, the beginning vi- in the beginning one's a villain one's a oh, okay gotcha you know, just like this is basically what Sonic is made to be the hero Robotnik <laughs> is made to be the and villain Robotnik keeps failing at his devices exactly <laughs> you, you might want to put that as your pairing for and this one maybe it? he has a weird shaped head yeah isn't that Luke oh, Robinson's Meet the Robinson. Oh yeah, technically. Yeah. With the yeah, the Robinson of, yeah. kid and the bowler hat. Yeah. Yeah, bowler hat man. Orphan. You know, they're both orphans. There we go. Everyone's an orphan. Hey, Chapter orphans. three. They were both okay and are let go on the same day. Robotnik, still pissed about the situation, storms off to be by himself to try and fix his hand job robot he'd been working on previously. <laughs> Uncle Chuck and Sonic are chilling in the workshop when they hear a knock at the door. It's one of Robotnik's robots. The robot narks on Robotnik, saying that he's been using Uncle Chuck's stuff without telling him. <laughs> I was so and, sad. And that the tractor incident was also Robotnik's fault. They're sentient. Uncle Chuck, reasonably pissed, grounds Robotnik. Over the next few weeks, Robotnik stayed in his room, making machines from the random stuff in the house. And Robotnik killed the robot. <laughs> oh my god. No, he didn't. <laughs> One day, he takes his revenge on Uncle Chuck and sicks a giant robot on him. Sonic, being the good kid that he is, trips the robot with a garden hose, and Robotic is like, "I'm out of here, and and I'll have my revenge." It says in parentheses. It says in parentheses in a sad, pathetic nerd voice. <laughs> is this the moral of this story? Like being a nerd really bad. Lame? Yeah, you, I thought you should job. put your. Yeah, you should play baseball. Yeah, you should put your time into like athletics. Yeah, obviously. Oh my god! Chapter four. Eight years have passed. Uh, no one had seen or heard from Robotnik because he probably fucking died because he didn't know how to feed himself. <laughs> I'm Cause, sorry. Because he's, he's a freaking incel. three years old. I Son- still can't picture right? it. Young man. Sonic is now 15. He has a dog named Mutsky, and Uncle Chuck has opened a chili dog stand that Sonic delivers for. Oh my That's god. That's very cute. Like, wow, what did you do after becoming an inventor? I sold hot dogs. I gave people diarrhea. Massive, massive amounts of diarrhea. One day, Uncle Chuck has a surprise for Sonic. It's his iconic red and white sneakers inspired by Michael Jackson. They're not even in the cover. Yeah, I mean, you can't see them. You can see red and white. (laughs) Big old ball of (laughs) blood. Wait, are they really inspired by Michael Jackson? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. 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 Whoa. Yeah, uh, watch this episode of uh, Did You Know Gaming? Yay! Uh, the best part about them is that they won't—they won't need to buy fifty new pairs of shoes a day anymore. Nice. Then an order arrives, and it's for two hundred chili dogs. They get the order ready, and Sonic delivers it in a wheelbarrow. I, I just thought the the, I, I, the 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 picture of him pushing a wheelbarrow so full of chili dogs is funny and so gross. Beans everywhere. Not even individually wrapped. <laughs> nope. While Sonic's away, Uncle Chuck starts dancing in excitement over the large order, but is soon surrounded by big, burly robots. So sad. Robotnik appears, and it was he who ordered all these chili dogs. And now his robots are taking Uncle Chuck and Mutsky away 
because Robotnik is the new ruler of Mobius and has declared all fun acts illegal. Wait. Robotnik commands the swap bots to leave nothing standing. As somebody that hasn't read this, Sonic doesn't have a dog in the future. Is Robotnik going to put down his dog? (gasps) Oh my god. For what it's worth, the dog does survive till the end. Oh, spoilers. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm and, like I'm not spoiling damn. this whole story. Wow, this story from... <laughs> 1993. 1993. Oh, that's older than me. Yes. <laughs> oh, damn. It's older than two people in this room. <laughs> Chapter 5. Sonic makes it to the address for the delivery. It's at a factory that's spewing stinky smoke. Stinky. Stinky. He's, he knocks on the door and a robot answers and says to take the delivery inside. Sonic takes it inside and suddenly a huge metal ball falls from the ceiling, crushing the order and narrowly missing Sonic. <laughs> devastated. Absolutely devastated. Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm thinking of that one guy on TikTok who had like 20 pizzas strapped to his back. Did, did you guys see that? No. He got like 20 different pizzas. And then... Sorry. um. He was riding on one of those one-wheeled skateboard things. Oh, yeah, the the, the, the unicycle. Unicycle, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Imagining, like, Death Stranding where he has some... Yeah, I was thinking of really Death Stranding as back. Well. Yeah. It is! I'll show you guys later. <laughs> Suddenly, ten robotic arms appear from the walls, holding hammers, and it's time to get out of there. Also, Sonic says the best catchphrase ever. Got a juice! <laughs> what? 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 He's got a juice. He pumps himself with some steroids and gets out of there. (laughs) Sonic makes the escape and rushes back to the stand to find it destroyed, and Uncle Chuck and Mutsky are missing. Missing. Oh, my God. Missing. Missing. Yes. (laughs) Then he's ambushed by SWAT bots, but easily takes care of them with his patented supersonic spin. Did you say panted? Patted. Panted. I can't (laughs) say the word. Poor Chris. He then finds out that the robots were built by Robotnik, and it's time to go and save his family from that asshat Robotnik. Ah, yeah. Chapter 6. Sonic stops outside the factory to make his plan. Before rushing in, a girl tells him it's a bad plan, and we're introduced to Furry Bait, a.k.a. Sally Acorn, (laughs) the one character wearing something, and it's just an open vest that is covering her rocking chipmunk tits. Oh, man, except for Eggman. Thank God he is wearing something as well. Have you guys (laughs) heard of the whole, like, Sally Acorn that was made with the human bones? Yes, I had heard of that, yes. (laughs) Brandon, go ahead and explain since you brought it up. Excuse me. So, there was a DeviantArt user that made a sex doll. It oh. looks like Sally Acorn. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a layer underneath that looks like human <laughs> bones. What? So it could be more authentic or something like that? Or so, so it could easily bend and stuff and be... Ah, yeah. positionable. Yeah. But it's, it's like, where did this guy get the human bones? I don't... There's more to that story later. I remember that. I'm assuming he... I mean, I don't know if it's true if he used real human bones or not. I feel like he just stole, like, a science display. Uh, no, no, no. It, it turns out that... He made them out of wood. Okay. But the way that it's, like, rusted and stuff, like, the, the way that the wood looks, it looks like actual human bones. It's like, where <laughs> all did this guy was, get a skeleton? All he had was beech wood. It's okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. She tells him that she's Princess Sally Acorn and that her father has been taken captive and lost his throne to Robotnik. You might remember, you might recognize me from the sex dolls. Oh no! Uh, Who has outlawed fun and learning and clean air and wants to turn Mobius into a filthy planet with robot slaves, a.k.a. a Republican's wet dream. Am I right, people? Eh? (laughs) Sally tells Sonic about the robo-machine. That turns innocent people into robotic slaves. No, no, they change to Robotnik. No, no. Robo-machines. Sally and Sonic team up and sneak into a factory together, starting a ship that'd be ruined in the future by Amy. (laughs) I'm glad someone got the ship joke. That's funny. That was meant for Sam, I think. (laughs) Chapter 7. They make it to the edge of the factory that's surrounded by a chain-link fence. They see where the robo-machine is and see Robotnik screaming at the newly enslaved recruits. He tells them that they'll work 23 hours a day, 7 days a week, and only get a half hour for lunch and a half hour to sleep. Jeff Bezos' wet dream, am I right, people? Hey. <laughs> Isn't that cute, though? They don't have animal unions? <laughs> Not, no. Robotic unions? 
Sonic sees Uncle Chuck and Mutsky are part of the group. Sonic tries to get their attention, and against Sally's wishes, he dashes into danger to try and save them. See, this is the creepy thing. Like, they turned into robots, but they were originally organic I think, because the picture at the end doesn't show them with actual robot stuff, I think they just hypnotize them. Yeah. In all honesty. They have weird eye stuff going on, so maybe. I think it's just because kids are just, they're just like, kids are stupid, just tell them they've turned into robots. robots. Yeah. Because, like, I I imagine they were going to be put into, like, robot machines like how it is in the games where they're, like, inside the robots, but Mm -hmm. that's not what happens in this book. Chapter 8. Sonic tries to reason with now-roboticized Uncle Chuck and Mutsky, but they're under Robotnik's control. Robotnik sees Sonic and tries capturing him along with Sally, who has also revealed herself to Robotnik. Sonic says, suck on these super salty Sonic stones, <laughs> and takes out his super ring and messes up Robotnik's robots. Sonic and Sally grab Musky and Uncle Choke and run to the Great Forest, where Sally's secret forces for fighting Robotnik are. They didn't even, like, look for her dad, who's been defeated or whatever. Yeah. That's so sad. Wow. She's like, let's just grab this dog. Let's <laughs> just grab Bye, this dog. Dad. Well, she couldn't, she couldn't find him immediately, so... Yeah. <laughs> and Sonic kind of gave away their position. These guys were convenient. Well, goodbye, Dad. You're dead. Probably. I'll always love you. Sorry, Dad. I wasn't the main character. <laughs> oh, damn. Not this time. Chapter 9. They make their escape all while Sally explains to Sonic about the Freedom Fighters, who are a guerrilla force trying to reestablish a monarchy <laughs> as the rulers of Mobius. What the fuck? Does it actually call them Freedom Fighters? They, they are called Freedom Fighters. Oh my god. <laughs> and they are also trying to reestablish a monarchy as oh rulers god. of Mobius. Oh my goodness. That's confusing. She asks Sonic to join her forces, and he agrees because fuck Robotnik. They arrive at Not Whole Village the secret underground base of the Resistance. Sally introduces Sonic to her team, but we aren't introduced to anyone, sadly. Which (laughs) really does piss me off. I wanted to see who these people were. Right. Sonic then questions how he can restore his family's minds. He then takes out his super ring, and it restores Uncle Chuck and Mutsky. After he beats them over the head. Wait, what? He does hit them, doesn't he? Yeah, he has to put on the ring and then, I don't know, wave it above the heads. Uh... (laughs) This fills the resistance with hope as they now have a way to restore those who have turned to robotic slaves. The future looks brighter now that Sonic has joined them, but they have much to do before they can restore the monarchy to its rightful place. The end. (laughs) (laughs) You could, So, do we have any uh, uh, random notes or anything that we may have missed? Sorry. Are you okay? Okay, I, I just want to explain. Noise. I just want to explain. We all laughed, or I laughed because Weiss was trying so hard not to make a I sound when he put quiet the quiet for the long time for him so he could do his thing. <laughs> he just <laughs> and I'm like, I leave the boards down on the floor because that's an easy place you guys can oh also put Oh my the, god, put that's drinks. a better idea. Here we go. Yeah, watching, that's watching. why I kept them on the floor instead of putting them away. Oh my god, that's a better idea. So, so I have a couple uh, random notes that I have here. Yeah. Robotnik would have worn a trench coat and told someone not to come to school tomorrow. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has that energy. Oh no. I cannot see Robotnik like Wearing this a trench picture coat. of him. As a child? As a 23-year-old. That's 23-year-old Robotnik right there. He looks 50. In the picture. He's stressed as fuck. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. Leave He's his bald ass alone. The world. Hey, Jeez. I'm bald at 20. <laughs> you had cancer. This man's a genius. <laughs> the, I do work with a dude who's in his 20s who is bald. Or, uh, in his 20s, he went bald. He's the same age as me. So, Aww. there's another one right there. Damn, Genius talk is, about jealousy. Geniuses just go bald. That's what I do sometimes. Is he actually 20 in this picture? He would be 23. Yep. Okay, so I think that's bullshit. I think they made up this story as in, like, <sighs> for kids to relate as, like, oh, my older brother's kind of a dick, and he also <laughs> studies. <laughs> my older nerd. brother's a douchebag. And he's, he's a smart. nerd. Yeah. And he told his friends not to come to school tomorrow. Well, I'm and good at soccer. Yeah, exactly. But I'm good at soccer. Mom leaves extra cookies for me. Uncle Chuck thinks I'm cool. Oh, he's the favorite child. That's so sad. <laughs> Uh, my other note is, this book has some fun alliteration with supersonic spin 
And it's time for some super sensational Sonic Swapbot smashing. Is that a oh thing? Alliteration. Why did oh. he? Yeah, they use alliteration, and I, I like alliteration. It's one of my favorite uh, forms of writing. Form you should write a whole book like that. Fuck no. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Okay, I never knew that there were turtle people in the in the Sonic universe. Is that weird? I've only seen. I like, don't know. I don't think there I is. Think I, I think there's what's called there's birds. There's weird ninja dudes with a freaking horn on their face. Espio, the fucking chameleon. Chameleon. Oh, chameleon. Would, uh, blow us out of the water for forgetting the turtle character. Yeah, what's like it called? Tortoise the turtle. He was cool. He was cool. Kind of, technically, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles made an appearance in the Sonic universe. Of course, they oh my did. God, of in, the, in the comics. They're, they're in the they're, comics. They make an appearance everywhere. Alrighty. So, do you guys have any pairings for this book? Pairings. Um, what, what would you? What would Sonic you? Sonic and Princess Acorn, obviously. Well, not that kind of pairing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ships? What do you mean pairing? So, so when we uh, discuss a book, we like to pair it with something else. I would maybe go oh. with it. You know, kind of like a nice cheese and wine pairing. Um, so, go, uh, go watch Megamind. It's way better. Than there that. you go. Megamind. Hey. Great example. A blue character <laughs> uh, who happens to be the lead. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. They don't have to make sense. They just have to somewhat relate I'd to the I'd say oh my gosh. probably like... Hereditary? Why hereditary? Because you're going to lose your mind reading this book. That is is a movie that has nothing to do with this. Why? There is no devil lord, a demon lord named, I can't even remember, P-something. Paimon. Thank you, Paimon. In this book. Why is Uh, Okay, no, for reals, uh, Meet the Robinsons. Okay, fair enough. I think that's a pretty similar story. Yeah, exactly. That's what a pairing would go for. Uh, for me, I have a couple examples. Uh, the Sonic movies, or more specifically, the baseball scenes in both, because there's moments in this book where he plays baseball, like in the movie. Absolutely. Uh, then I also said, the first Oddworld game, Abe's Odyssey, it's an origin story based around a character who has to become a hero to his people, all by circumstance. Also, there's a fart button, and I think this Sonic would like that. <laughs> And then uh, my final pairing is almost anything in the TV tropes page called "Your terrorists are our freedom fighters." <laughs> what? Yeah. Excuse me. Our terrorists. Your matter- terrorists are our freedom fighters. It's oh all a matter goodness. of perspective. Exactly. That's me when I watch Star Wars. My goodness. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to be like, that's me when I uh, do terrorists. Oh, yes. Are we the baddies? Do yes. The baddies. yes, you are. Alright. Noelle, do you have any pairings? Since um, you're the only other person in the room who read the book? Oh my goodness. Honestly, like, not to be rude, but I'm gonna be rude. This <laughs> book is just so sparse. Like, I don't know if <laughs> no, no, you anything are like a-okay it. No, no, you're okay to say that. Uh, I pair it with going to read this in a in an Adidas store. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Sonic would be a Nike guy. Maybe. I'm Aren't just they trying so to pick a Nah, shoes. he'd be an Air Jordans guy. I don't know. I feel like, like he is. I feel like, yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like Sonic would be like, just do it. Just do it. What is Adidas's th- thing anyways? All day I dream about sex. That's a lovely phrase. Yeah, you think that's that's what Adidas stands for. Adidas All day are more like I dream skaters. about sex. It spells Adidas. Adidas are more like skaters. No, no, no like more like running. Do they have a? Runners. Do they have a? They have, they have so- soccer shoes and stuff like that. They do. They because yeah. my, my Adidas are soccer shoes. I think technically. of I think of like skaters when I think of Adidas. I think Vans. Do they not have like, yeah, a catchphrase? Yeah. Uh, here I'll look it up Adidas real quick. Adidas is kind of yeah, in really the middle curious. for me. Aren't they um in the movie? Aren't they Pumas? I would not be surprised if they are. Pumas? Oh! Oh, that would be cute. Yeah, yeah. I think... Isn't that the thing in the Sonic movie? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if there was, like... Okay, this is Adidas. Impossible is nothing. <gasps> yes! And oh! it sure is an Adidas. My favorite! Impossible is nothing. That was the best sign to come across in a foreign land and think it was just... <laughs> Chinglish or something. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It I, does sound like. I was trying to look up what Sonic shoes are in the movie, and I put in what is Sonic shoes, and you want to know what the first one is? What? What is Sonic's shoe size? Eleven. No. 
Let's find out. Let's find out. I'm glad it wasn't like how stinky are Sonic shoes. Uh, Let's see here. They did show some of his toes in the movie. That is also a main component of the Sonic Dreams collection. So someone thinks that they are a US-12, so we're very close. Nice! A 13 Japan. He has some big feet. He has bigger feet than me. Much bigger than me, I have small feet. Because I have a 10 and a half, and I I wear 10 and a half to 11. Nice. around me. I'm like 10. Yeah. See, you're not that that way off. Yay. Whis, what shoe size are you? 10? Nine? Six and a half. Really? Yeah, I have tiny feet. Ah. Can I, can I put on your shoes? Uh, no. You have big feet. <laughs> yeah, I do have big feet. I got big boy feet. Big boy feet. Alrighty. Noelia, you're the only other person to read this book. What would you rate this book out of five? Uh, it's a solid three. A three? That high? That's pretty it's high, pretty actually. High. Noelia's yeah. a, a very av- avid reader. I'm nice. So You are way nicer than me. You don't have me. to be nice with this. What were you going to say? One out of five? Old. Here's my rating and review. Go ahead. Much like Song of the Hedgehog himself, this story felt super rushed. Gre- granted, this is a story yeah. for kids, but everything kind of just happens all at once, and we're expected to accept these results. It wasn't a terrible read, but it was a dumb read. But for what what is a prequel to the Sonic Set AM cartoon, it's alright. Not as good as that show, but it'll do. I actually wouldn't mind trying to find the others in the series to do for when... You know, another Sonic-related product comes out. At the end of the day, this book gets two wheelbarrows filled with chili dogs out of five. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like... Not the worst book I read this year. I totally agree with it was super rushed, Mm -hmm. and that's terrible because, like, this is an origin story. Come on, you gotta gotta beef it up. It's like, what, 60-something pages? What's the age range on there? Does it have one? Does it have one? (laughs) Two. But it's also kind of nice... When uh, when an origin story is really general, because you can yeah. build off of anything. But it's not like they refer back to this story ever. No. No. The It's an interesting version of uh, Robotnik, though, being a teenager. Brandon Weiss, what would you rate it off of my description of the story? I'd say a one, honestly, because, you know, Sonic could have a better origin story. And I'm sure there's one do, out there. Do you there. think Sonic should have more attitude? I give, I give it... Two blue spikes out of ten OCs. We, we do this out of five. Oh, five OCs. <laughs> Damn. So it scored so, one up. <laughs> yeah, it scored just you one up. You made it five out of five now? <laughs> no, it yeah. went, it went, no, it went to a two out of five. Oh my gosh. Which is what I gave it. Because it's... it's for the for what I read, it was just funny. <laughs> from the three pages you read, yeah. what would you give it? It's for, from the three pages I give I give it a two like a good two out of five, right? Two out of <laughs> yeah, five. two out of five. Because it's just once you once they started reading, I was like, this is kind of funny. This is going to be bad. Like I I didn't read it, but I was like, this is going to be bad. <laughs> but this is going to be. Oh, I'm so thankful that I don't do adult books on this podcast because. If I had to waste my time reading something this bad that was, at like, over 250 pages, I'd be pissed at myself. Yeah, I know. This is why we read Bailey School Kid books and Goosebumps. If it's bad, at least I only wasted an afternoon. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because this, I mean, in all honesty, with my notes, this book only took me about an hour to to finish. Yeah. Which is really fast for me with my notes, because I, I mean... I mean, I went. Cha- yeah, I go chapter by chapter, mm-hmm. and I think on computer that was about four pages of notes. If you guys could do it better, what would your origin story be? Oh, that's a really good question, Brandon. Yeah. It needs more goths. <laughs> what more? What goths. goths? Goths? Wait, we got Shadow. We're good. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, no, y- yeah, no, no, no. Shadow's not there yet. It's okay. He has to come. He has to be the stinger at the end of the second movie. Mm. I'd say uh, Shadow should be the proto Sonic. <laughs> And then they uncover Sonic in an is ancient it, tomb. Is this, is this, <laughs> I really don't is like this. this. Book, is this book just a fan fiction? If I was going to be a uh, an origin story for Sonic, I'd do something a little bit more fun in all honesty. Because, yeah. like, in the original game... Because this is going off of only the first two games, and yeah. that's it, really. And some comics. Like, when I think of Sonic, I think, oh, he's just running around in a really fun, like, place. And clearly they didn't know Tails was around yet, because I think this book... I think 93 was when the second game came out. Don't quote me on that. I can't remember if that's when the second game or third game came out was 93. 
No, 94 was... I don't know. Sam, can you tell us? Hi, I'm Sam, and Chris, you're right. It, it was a good game, and I love you. <laughs> hey, I love you, too. The baby. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go back to work now. Okay, back Good to job, work. Sam. Good job. That was our cameo by Sam. Going to a BDS club later, bitches. <laughs> okay, okay. For reals, for reals. Copy the plot of Lilo and Stitch, but Robotnik is Lilo now. Oh, what the fuck? So Sonic is just some alien that came down. Chaos. And Robotnik that is the story of chaos from the game. Raised Sonic. Wait, really? Is that really the, the story of chaos? No, I mean, he came from Earth, I think. Uh, I don't know. What the fuck was Chaos? He was just a cum monster, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I remember some droopy He thing. was a, a watery <sighs> I would ask my brother. He was a skater boy. He said, see you later, boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then... And then uh, this book Robotnik more raises Sonic. This book needed more skateboards. That would be cool if he raised Sonic and then Sonic kind of turned against him after Cause, he... Because he was like, evil. hey, you're evil. You're a douche. Yeah. yeah. I'm out of here. And Robotnik was experimenting on animals. <gasps> Ooh, so it's so the story of Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, is that the... They already yeah. came up with this. That, yeah, they used that later on. For, oh, she... The, I mean, they didn't, weren't using it for evil. They were just trying to cure cancer or some shit. Yeah. They were trying to cure cancer with Shadow. Yeah, because yeah, right. then he became cancer. Yeah, because they were trying to, I love you. They were trying to heal Maria. Maria, I love you. Apparently proximity with uh, animals makes the cancer go away. Exactly. Proximity with me cures Well, no, cancer. he was the ultimate life being, so they figured... If that were what? true, Weiss wouldn't have had cancer. He lived on the reservation with plenty of reservation dogs. Yeah, it didn't help. So they took their money and resources and made the ultimate life form instead of curing cancer. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, pretty much. Well, your body's screwed. Let's make a perfect one and have you hang out with it every day. We could have cured your cancer, but we souped up this hedgehog instead. They fucking hold up, hold up. Do you, you really, guys you realize Shadow has the same origin story as Mewtwo? Yeah. Me too. Was was made so that way they can <laughs> maybe the perfect life form. But who came first? And we succeeded. And we succeeded. Me too. <laughs> he was supposed to be the DNA perfect Pokemon, perfect life form, so that way they can heal a dead girl or a dying girl. Wait, was that part of the original movie or was that the later that movie? That was in Strike Back. That was like the, the. So technically, they stole from Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes. Damn. Whoa. Why would they steal from you that? You heard. And it then, here. and then Pikachu was like, "Because I want to be with you." No, no, don't, don't, don't give me that. Shit. Hi, Pikachu. I, I want to be with you. I hated That's it. Why I took the bullet. Don't me, remind right? me. <laughs> because I love you. Oh my god. Because we love you, Pikachu. Okay, but I think uh, that... Why did that come up again? Because <laughs> I think me and Sam were talking about that a while ago. <laughs> Sorry. Funny. Oh, no. Um, I think I agree with a good origin story should be more bright. Like, really angsty main heroes is overdone a lot. Like, you can't have someone you can feel for, like, feel bad for unless their mom is dead and their dad's a deadbeat and they don't have a left toe. I don't know. I mean, Jungle Chuck feels kind of like a deadbeat. You guys are going to love this new Spider-Man movie. Oh. <laughs> new Wait, did you see the new one yet? Yeah, I saw it this morning. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Stick in fight, bro. I'm just kidding. Oh, is, well, I mean, it was a date with me and my boyfriend. But, is you know, that another was... pairing with this book? Not at all. No. no. <laughs> okay. Never mind. You know what? If they could animate Sonic the Hedgehog, give it all to Tyson Hess. Have him animate something like Into the Spider Verse, but with Sonic, that'd be pretty sick. Honestly, I yeah, mean, it'd be good quality. So that's nice. <laughs> All right. Any other notes we have about Sonic the Hedgehog, the book? No, I don't All have right. any. Yeah. All right, so I guess that's the end of this episode. Thank you for joining us this time on Drunken Book Club. If you like what you heard, make sure to like, subscribe, and rate and review wherever you can. It really does mean a lot. And if you really like us, I mean, you really like us as much as Sonic loves chili dogs. A dollar on Patreon at patreon.com slash, I forgot, is it Drunken Book Club or DBC Podcast? <laughs> I forgot the name of our Patreon. Rupal, drop the link here. It's patreon.com slash Drunken Book Club. And also it's at DBC underscore pod on Twitter. Um, good job there, Rupal. Good job. I love you. Okay, bye. 
Thanks. Uh, that's that's the one. It's a dollar a month, and you get great content like our episodes early, a bonus episode every week, my movie reviews, our show notes, which you'll be getting for this episode for sure. And actually, you already got the notes. I actually posted these ones early. Actually, I've been trying to post them when I make them so they can see uh, how my notes are going. So technically, the notes for this episode are already up before this episode. I even posted it early. So there we go. And uh, follow us at DBC underscore pod on Twitter. Brandon? Uh, you can find me at Eldritch Maid on Twitter. Uh, you can find Sam at Berserker Rose on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you can find me on YouTube and Instagram at uh, ShadowFan69. Uh, Force Left Hander. Drop the E on Hander. Uh, I like to point out on the back of the book, um, wh- whoever put the sticker of $1.79, $1.79 from uh, Savers. Cover it and it says Troll Ass. <laughs> what? It does say Troll Ass. Oh. <laughs> Troll Association. Whoa. It's, yeah. it's Troll Association, but the sticker is covering... Who named this company? Uh, uh, I believe it's a subsidiary of Scholastic oh. for, like, really junior books. Oh, okay. And for, like, licensed stuff, because I do have a few other troll books, and they're all licensed stuff. Someone did not like children. Yeah. Yes. Most of these licensed books are bad. For instance, the Garfield Super Pets Force book series in this oh, one. Oh, God, no. How dare you? <laughs> As I you shared that picture with name. you. Garfield Pet Force is garbage. I can't wait for us to read that one day. Oh, my God. Amazing. Can I just say how, like, dedicated Robotnik was to, um... Getting revenge? For getting like, revenge to look up specifically Chuck's, um, probably not even existing on Google reviews, <laughs> chili dog truck. I feel like there was, was no Google no, no the stand was just in his backyard. Oh, as far as I remember. So he didn't even like get to look it up on yellow pages. Nope. He just came around. Yeah, he was, was just like, like, I remember where this fucker lived. I'm gonna beat him up. Yeah, no. let me go find his phone number for his chili dog restaurant. I'm gonna dox him. I gotta <laughs> go <laughs> look at the bulletin boards. I feel like a real robotic revenge story would he would have doxed him and he left a <laughs> bunch of bad reviews. Like he would have like robo reviewed him and eh, pun uh, and like re- like review re- review bombed his uh, business. Make an mm. AI for it. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, it's it just goes to show how awful his childhood was though. Like Chuck did a really bad number on him if he eight year eight years later came back after he's successful and makes awesome robots. Noelia has just a to good ruin point. him. Yeah. Yeah, what if Chuck was really the actual bad guy? What if, and you didn't actually see it. For what it's worth, Chuck didn't punish him until Robotnik blamed Chuck for having him ram him into his thing and was stealing his stuff. But 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 you don't see what happens outside of Sonic's perspective. Oh damn. Maybe Technically you actually one. do see through Robotnik's perspective oh, and it's okay, just a, and it's just a sad fat boy thing. Oh. It's just like I got to get revenge on you. Okay, uh, what Sonic song should we end it on? Rolling around no. at the speed of sound. No. Got places to go, gotta follow my rainbow. Okay. Well, you, you heard it here done. first. We're going to follow our rainbow with Weiss. Just kidding, it's perfect. <laughs> perfect. That's what I'm saying. With the song, perfect. What about living in the city? You don't know that song? Oh, I can do the Super Sonic Heroes. Sonic Heroes. There's a fan song about one of the more recent games. Um, It's pretty darn cool. We don't want a good song for this. (laughs) My bad. Play Over the Rainbow. It has some rainbow in it. Yeah, we should have rainbows. This is Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, guys. Hope you guys are doing good. Okay, bye. Bye.